Somebody gave me great advice about my 401k when I was 25 years old. Uh, I was at Goldman Sachs uh, and they told me to put as much into my 401k as possible at a very early age and let the power of compounding impact that. had a question about Bitcoin and 401ks, so of course we went to Anthony Scaramucci, the investment manager and political heavyweight who the New York Post called one of the city's top power brokers. He launched his Bitcoin fund in January, and the timing could not have been better, as the price skyrocketed soon after. His high-profile SALT conference is in person once again at the Javits Center in New York, September 13th through 15th. We spoke with Anthony about Bitcoin, baseball, and how it feels to get roasted on Saturday Night Live. We also asked him about the exciting features at this year's conference. Anthony, I've asked you this question before. I'm going to ask you again. Is uh, Bitcoin a retirement asset? It doesn't belong in 401k plans? Well, listen, I, I think it does. I think that you you know, you know have a piece of Bitcoin. It's volatile. Uh, but what I love about my 401k, somebody gave me great advice about my 401k when I was 25 years old. Uh, I was at Goldman Sachs uh, and they told me to put as much into my 401k as possible at a very early age and let the power of compounding impact that. And so if you think of Bitcoin in terms of where we think it's going uh, and what it has done over the last 10 years, it's probably been the best compounding investment instrument of anything out there right now. So yes, if you have a 10-year horizon, Certainly. If you have a three-minute horizon, absolutely not. Speaking of Bitcoin, Anthony, I know it's going to be a hot topic at the upcoming SALT conference, September 13th through 15th at the Javits Center. What do you got dedicated to the topic there? and What kind of sessions are we going to hear about? Well, there's a ton of different things going on at the same time. You've got Sam Bankman-Fried coming, uh, going to be talking about the exchanges. He just bought an American-based exchange called Ledger X. Uh, he's going to have a conversation about that. Of course, we've got legendary figures in the space like the Winklevoss twins, guys like Michael Novogratz. I don't know if you've heard of Pete Brigger. That used to be Mike Novogratz's uh, old partner. He has over a billion dollars personally in Bitcoin. Wow. Uh, he'll be interviewing Wences Cesaris. And so there's a very large slug of crypto people at our event this year. And the main reason why is that I'm trying to upload as much educational content as possible. Obviously, we came into the space late October of 2020. Um, and I think it's a process of education. By the way, we're very early. Uh, institutions are not quite there yet. Uh, individuals are there, uh, but the saturation is very low. And, uh, you know, I think it's incumbent upon us that are Bitcoiners or crypto uh, people. We own some Ethereum as well. Uh, I think I think it's important for us to uh, be uh, in the education mode. And so that's why you have so much of that at the SALCOM. Kind of a boilerplate uh, question here, Anthony, but what are you looking forward to most uh, about the conference? What what single session really stands out for you? Well, I'm going to embarrass myself in front of your listeners and viewers. OK, I am a diehard Met fan. Yep. And so you could probably see the pain on my face of the 55 <laughs> years of fandom. Sure. Uh, but one of my closer friends, uh, no, uh, one of my closest friends, Steve Cohen, and you know, fully disclosed, I have about three or four hundred million dollars in his fund. We've been friends for two decades. Uh, he bought my interest out of the Mets. I had a small minority stake, uh, and so he's one of the most brilliant money managers in the world. He's now the owner 
of the New York Mets. And so I'm going to be interviewing him on stage in a fireside chat. And we're going to talk about baseball and investing. And did I mention that we we're going to be talking about baseball? Because we're going to be talking about baseball. Uh, and so I'm, that, that's the thing that's got me as juiced up as anything. Now, I've probably upset all my other august guests by saying that. But let's face it, baseball comes first. You're talking to a lifelong uh, Red Sox fan here, so I feel your pain, uh, even at the hands of the Mets. So, you know, no sympathy here, Anthony. Well, I mean, you've got more championships than we do in the last century. Let's put it that way. This being the 21st century where we are a goose egg. Understood. So you never shy away from the political arena, obviously. What are we looking forward to uh, in that realm this year? So, you know, we're a little light on politics, actually. And people, I think the New York Post criticized me for that. But this is not a congressional midterm. This is not a uh, presidential year. We usually are chock full of uh, political people during those periods of time. Uh, So I think people uh, are, you know, I think the zeitgeist is closer to what's going on in Bitcoin and the zeitgeist and all that other stuff related to finance. But we do have John Kerry coming. Uh, he is the uh, former Secretary of State and the climate czar. We're waiting for uh, one or two people from the White House. Uh, the White House has accepted our invitation uh, to send some delegates. Uh, we just don't know exactly who they are at this point, uh, but some people will be from the White House. I extended an invitation to Secretary Mike Pompeo. Um, uh, Mike is a, is a friend, and uh, we may disagree on our position on Donald Trump, but I think he's a potential presidential candidate. I also think he's well-versed in a lot of things that are happening globally that I think people would like to hear from. Um, Eric Adams, the uh, mayoral candidate uh, who won the primary for the Democrats, will likely be the mayor, uh, is going to open the conference for us on yeah. Monday the 13th. So those are some of the politicos that are going to be there. And then what about the world of uh, technology? I know that you've been big on AI in the past. Anything there? You know, so uh, uh, we're working on it. I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to make the announcement. I don't have it solidified, but uh, man, it would be a lot of fun if we get uh, a confirmation from Elon Musk. Uh, we're talking to him. Yeah. Uh, and we can, and I, I know you know his feelings about AI. They're not as sanguine as some of the other people out there. Um, but I don't have anything specifically related to AI, but we've got a ton of technology investors coming, uh, including Thomas Lee from Fundstrat. Uh, we've got some of the guys coming from Andreessen Horowitz. Uh, you know, Ro Khanna is coming, the congressman that has really been pushing for Bitcoin innovation. Uh, governor Jeb Bush is coming, um, you know, former Governor Jeb Bush. So nothing specific to AI this year unless – uh, I can make an announcement shortly about Elon Musk, and uh, he's coming in for the Met Life Ball, uh, and so my fingers are crossed that he's going to accept my invitation and come speak on our behalf. You said you were light on politics; it certainly doesn't sound like it, to be honest with you. Well, you know, you know, in terms of you know scale, we listen. We had uh, Vice President Biden, now President Biden, there. We had President Bush there, uh, former presidential candidate, now Senator Mitt Romney. Um, we, we, we haven't pushed it at that level because it's not a election year in the sense of a midterm or a presidential election. Understood. Now you've got, excuse me, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, uh, will be there as well talking about Mm -hmm. COVID. And then, you know, I'm curious about what he, he will touch upon. And then also about some of the precautions that you might be taking, uh, getting back to in-person events. Well, I want to applaud Scott for a couple of things. He's always measured and common sense in his orientation. He's become a close friend. He's written a new book. 
Um, when I was thinking about three weeks ago, the Delta variant and concerned, and we were actually even thinking about potentially moving the conference, he assured me not to do that uh, because of the COVID numbers in New York and also the fact that the Delta variant would start its burning out by our conference. And that's now starting to happen. If you look at those uh, Delta variant numbers, they're coming down. Uh, and so I will, I will, I will channel Scott Gottlieb for you here and say, unfortunately, we're going to be living with Delta variants or other variants of COVID nineteen for the foreseeable future. A result of which we have to get on with life, take safety measures, precautions, if you will, uh, but to go forward. And I think him and Andy Slavitt are going to be talking about that uh, at our event. Now, you've also had first-rate entertainment at these events, um, some major, major names in terms of bands. Uh, anything like that this year? Yeah, the Chainsmokers are coming. Oh, wow. So I always like to pick the, you know, not to pick on you or me, uh, but we're getting longer in the tooth. So I always want to pick the band where the father can go to the teenage daughter or son and say, hey, they got the so-and-so coming, you know, and then the kids actually know who the band is. And so we've and got the chain, that. You know, we've got the Chainsmokers this year. I'm going to be name dropping the chain smokers uh, for the next two weeks. That's fantastic. Let's end on a fun note here. Uh, Bill Hader's Saturday Night Live impression. Uh, what'd you think? I thought it was a little over the top. You? Well, I mean, he's got some memes out there that are pretty popular. You know, I, I will say that I ran into Lorne Michaels at a Yankee Met game at Yankee Stadium after they were blowing me up on Saturday Night Live. And I looked over at him and he looks at me, he goes, wait, you're actually Anthony Scaramucci. I said, yeah, it's hard to recognize me, right? Because the other guy wasn't using enough hairspray and his tie wasn't tight enough. Too funny. At which point he he cracked up. And I'll tell you one of the great benefits of being spoofed on Saturday Night Live. Uh, you get the invite. And so Lauren Michaels invited me and my wife and my children uh, to see Saturday Night Live live and of course, on that night, Alex, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin, who plays Donald Trump, or you, at least used to, they had this, it was Christmas and they had a tree up and they said, okay, this is the tree of hate. These are all the people that Donald Trump hates. And of course, there was an ornament with my head on it. <laughs> and out there was Alec Baldwin putting my head on the Christmas tree of hate. And right. so, and then of course they flashed over to me in the audience and then the whole place went crazy and I was beat red. And so I think, uh, you know, listen, there's positive negatives from getting bounced from the White House like I did. But one of the positives was getting to go to Saturday Night Live. That's a great story. Great way to finish up. Anthony Scaramucci, that's exactly what we needed. The SALT Conference uh, at the Javits Center in New York, September 13th through the 15th. Uh, so wonderful. Thank you for joining us, as always, Anthony. All right. You're terrific. I appreciate it. Okay, we'll see you soon. Okay.